Oh hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 26. Pick up sticks. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> That's bad. Pick up sticks. Uh, as usual, this is Joe, and I'm joined by my co-host, Nick. And Lauren. Lauren's over there making weird faces, <laughs> laughing, hiding behind her pop filter. <laughs> Looking kind of creepy. <laughs> it takes Probably a while. She, she's thinking 26. Joe doesn't pick up chicks because he's married now. Exactly. So. That's what she thinks. <laughs> Ladies. He just picks up Look Nick's. Out. Pick up as Nick's. In yep. This Nick. <laughs> That's singular. More like it. Yeah. Picking up Nick's. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're here. Another episode. We've actually already got a beer cracked. We're not messing around this time. We've got a crawler. That's a really nice, dark-looking uh, ale we've got here. Now, we just celebrated St. Patty's Day last week and had some yeah. Irish-style beers. Um, what do we got here, Lauren? We have their newly released Peppermint Patty Chocolate Dry Stout. From Pitch Street Brewing Company, located Thank on you. Pitch Street <laughs> in Greenville, North Carolina. It's one of our local breweries. We used to, well, we still do go there quite a bit, uh, and... The peppermint patty uh, dry stout is a it's a twist off of their dapple dog dry stout. Am I correct on this? I was gonna f- just check that myself because I think that makes sense. They they typically are good with uh, revamping existing beers into slight variations or modifications. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that they would do that. Yeah, this is uh, not a green beer. Uh, as evidenced by that it's a stout. <laughs> so it's nice and dark. It smells very minty, I'll tell you that. It tastes quite tasty. Tastes quite, it kind of smells like Thin Mints, like chocolate. Yeah. And, and go ahead and take a sip. Oh, yeah. Oh, it tastes, yeah. Wow. It leaves, like, especially on the, like, a little bit of retro nasal, like, post-swallow thing, like, tastes like a peppermint patty. I know. It's quite tasty. Yeah, it's good. I'm kind of regretting sharing it with you guys. <laughs> it's a 32-ounce growler, so... Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of regretting sharing it with you guys. <laughs> Although, it's only 5.4%, so... Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't be the worst growler to crush on your own. Now, uh, I guess it was a couple weekends ago, they did a... Oh, Pitt Street, as in they. They did a Girl Scout cookie beer flight Ooh. Uh, pairing those cookies. This would have been, I mean, perfect. Almost, almost too perfect for the uh, Thin Mints. So yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Here's Thin Mints, and here is also liquid Thin Mints. <laughs> what did they pair with the Thin Mint? They're barrel aged Romulus, or no, it's Remus. Remus. I think Romulus is no longer on tap. Yeah, that was. It was a- Romulus and Remus were released in conjunction. Mm-hmm. This is their second double release of barrel aged stouts. They had Castor and Pollux uh, last summer. Yeah, and what was the difference? Just the different barrels they were in. Yes. Okay. But they only had one barrel of each, right? That was the kick. Yeah, very limited quantity. So, but yeah, this is this is really good. Nice light dry stout. Good mint flavor. Goes really well with that kind of mm-hmm. a bit of that chocolate on the nose. Yeah, I feel like it almost tastes super chocolatey. I don't know if it's just the roasty, minty flavors bringing that out for me, but I get a lot of chocolate on the back end. If I were to pair this with a Girl Scout cookie, it would be the trefoils or the shortbread ones. Ooh. I don't know what, Wait, what they the, call themselves now. What were the first ones? I thought we, I, I swore they were called like trefoils or trefoils. 
Truffle oil? No. <laughs> like <laughs> T-R-E-F-O-I-L-S. Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of know what you're talking about. Like a shortbread cookie. I feel like that that would go really nicely with this. Nice bland cookie to go with a yes. flavorful stout. Yes. I think as I got older, I noticed that I have a bigger appreciation for the shortbread cookies now. Mm. I, th- I think I slept on them when i was younger <laughs> i don't know that's kind of hard and crunchy yeah. and they actually have more, they're not as plain Less as i remember they actually have a pretty decent flavor to them they're almost like a bit vanilla e-esque would you say they're bussin as the kids say these days respectfully respectfully <laughs> <laughs> you know i can just picture you nick sitting there by your side with a tin of short red cookies that you picked up from a small antique shop that also sells short but the cookies. Tin, the tin or the are cookies? The cookies <laughs> yes. I'm eating old cookies. <laughs> no, it's like off to the side. The, the, next to the These antique shop. These cookies are from small... the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, my child. I have these cookies, yes. But I, I can just see there. Mm. Mm. Warm milk and shortbread cookies. Mm. Delightful, sir. I need warm milk to put me to sleep. I've been told I'm an old soul. Well, hello there, just... buddy. Hold on there, buddy. You can have some more. Please join us for some short break. <laughs> I love that you knew that. For anybody that's not aware, go check out Old Time Hockey, H A W K E Y. Oh, yeah. On TikTok. One. If you just want some good vibes, this guy lives in a cedar swamp in, I think, Wisconsin mm-hmm. with his dogs. He makes some really good home style meals on his own, just enjoys the wilderness, plays some old school video games, has a VCR. Mm hmm. It's just, he's such life. a positive. Yeah, Do you need to define what a VCR is? Oh god! Some of our listeners may not even know. That's VCR. true. Is it a video cassette recorder? Yeah, that fits the bill. Yeah, and they play VHS, which is a video home system. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, actually, yeah, I don't actually, know what VHS I think it is. For. The VHS are tapes. Uh, they're basically what preceded DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. So. Which yeah. preceded Google it. Blu-rays. Yes, it is video home system. We still have a bunch of. They're mostly Disney films back at my mom's house. I feel like those old, are the classics. Cl- yeah, and those cl- that clear or the the clear sleeve with the insert of the movie wrap, mm-hmm. and it's just those big plastic. Uh, yeah, the, the VHS tape holders. They still hold up. I mean, you have to rewind it, sure, but you could you could pause it, you could fast forward, rewind, you could stop and play. It's all the same yeah. thing we have now. Remember when you have you? They'd be like, "Oh, can you please rewind your tapes before you bring them back to Blockbuster or the video store?" And nobody Go knows on. what Blockbuster is. <laughs> no. What is there like one Blockbuster? Do you have to define left? what Blockbuster is? It's when you bust a block. <laughs> uh, These blocks are busting <laughs> respectfully. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All the fun though, like going to Blockbuster to pick out a movie. Just to get there and then find out that, oh, let me look behind this. And there's no actual tape Mm -hmm. or DVD. Oh, yeah, because they were sometimes empty at the shelf. Mm. Especially if it was like a new release. Sad day. Yeah, that was, it was sad, but it's still fun to go pick them out. It's much better. I enjoy it. I prefer that to trying to find something on Netflix. So painful sometimes to find something to watch on Netflix. I feel like there's just too many options. I like the convenience factor of being able to do it from inside of my house on the couch. What I find the worst is like when you've made dinner and you like sit down and you're like, let me turn on some Netflix while we're, while we're eating our dinner, but you're, you can't find something and your dinner's just sitting there while you're waiting to find something on Netflix. Yeah, I know. Frustrating. It's very frustrating. Very. Very. 
Wow, we got way off topic here. <laughs> How do we get from... <laughs> <How do> we... <laughs> well, we got into VC... Oh, old-time uh, hockey. Yeah, it's yeah. his fault. I mean, yes. I wouldn't blame anything on him. He's a saint. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Um, yeah, so, this yeah, is a, a great beer. Patty, dry stout from Pitchery. A nice little wrap-up to the festivities of St. Patrick's Day with some Irish-inspired beers. So nice, nice to get a crowler. Yeah, this was a good pick. Did we finish it off? Yep. I guess 32 ounces between the three of us is not, uh, not that a big ton. of a feat. That's reasonable. You guys have any green beer this year? I had one. I had, uh, I think I saw it on your untapped as well, the Carolina Shamrock Ale. Yeah. Uh, from Carolina Brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they uh, have a Kolsch that they dyed green. It's on tap. I think some of the local places here. I had it at Winslow's Tavern. Mm-hmm. I won't say where I had mine because I think the lines were infected. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of a, unless, I don't know, did you get a, like a diacetyl kind of flavor with it? No, mine, yeah. mine was pretty good. Right? It was kind of funky, wasn't it, Lauren? Yeah, it was not delightful to my taste buds. No, and that's, I mean, the second time I've had that happen at that place where I got that beer. I think it, it's just not a beer place, so. Yeah, no, I, I rather enjoyed mine. Uh, Carolina Brewery in Pittsburgh, they have uh, a really good Kolsch anyway. It's the Sky Blue Kolsch, I think. Yeah. So this is probably... The sky, it's a sky blue recipe that they just dyed green. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. That definitely doesn't Interesting. taste like that then. I wonder how how I rated the non-green version of sky blue. Let's see how <laughs> consistent my palate is. This is a good little test here because... Green beer. Five I know stars. I've had sky blue cold. Not blue beer. One star. Wow. I gave World sky... <laughs> I gave sky blue a 3.5, <gasps> but I gave the shamrock ale, which is the same beer dyed green, a 4. Wow, either you've relaxed your ratings or you like green better. Or how did like you green. have the first one? The first one was in a can and it was oh. over a year ago. Never mind. Now, it could be again just the situation. This was part of the if you mentioned if you guys remember from last week I did uh with Jen a pub run or pub crawl. We ended up at Winslow's Tavern after two stops already so I'm a couple beers deep mm. and I've run several miles yep. and I think it was a bit of just the excitement the moment the, the atmosphere it was a good vibe with the group I think maybe that contributed to me enjoying it a little bit more but you got it a little more generous with your rating generous with a J <laughs> generous I don't know if that's where you were going with that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so you guys had a green beer I, I saw as well but i did not I only had a sip or two a sipper yeah hardly know her <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but that was the only green beer i had yeah you know that's all right i think it's more of uh yeah a, not a fun really. novelty but it's not really necess- necessity for me in st patrick's day anymore i'd rather have this kind of a beer than, me a, too. than a green beer you know more of a themed one or like local oak did an irish red you know, yeah. that's very true to theme versus a green Bud Light. <laughs> Turn your mouth green. Oh, yeah, you can add a few drops of food coloring if you knock your socks off. But mm-hmm. If it tickles your fancy. If it floats your boat. <laughs> I can't even think of it. If it, if it blarnies <laughs> and it your stem. <laughs> if it blarnies <laughs> your stem. I'm trying to think of an Irish themed one. If it 
picture shamrock. I don't know. <laughs> if it kisses your Blarney stone. Well, anyway, uh, on that note, let's move to local beer news. What do we got? I literally was thinking that, but I'm glad you really. Oh, oh yeah, I fell on that one. Well, uh, I'll just add a quick little plug. A reminder, May 14th, you'll want to check out uh, the Casita Brewing Company Collaboration Festival. It is a, uh, a collaboration between Casita and I think at this point, 15 to 20 confirmed breweries in North Carolina that they've worked with in the past. Wow. We're going to have a bunch of uh, beer tents set up. There's two sessions. There's a VIP session, which will have exclusive beers during that. I believe the time is 12 to 2 o'clock p.m. Is that correct? Or 11 to 2. Yeah. 11 a.m. to 2 o'clock is the VIP session. It's $100. And um, the general admission session is 4 to 7 o'clock. It's half the price. You don't get access to the exclusive brews, but it's a little bit cheaper if that's more budget-friendly for you. And it's still going to have a lot of good brews. So tickets available on Casita's website. Uh, You can check them out on Instagram. There's a link there. You can also visit. Yeah. Well, they used an interesting platform to order the tickets. It's like Osner or something this time. I've not used that before. Have you? Or Onzer? No. Apparently, it's a beer thing. I've, I have no okay. idea what it was, but is that it, how you bought yours? You had to make yeah. an account on that thing, right? I think so. And I know in the past when they've sold tickets, for instance, the Oktoberfest last year, they sold them online, but it was definitely a different platform. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, so if you guys have that app, you can check it out there too and see. And uh, we'll be going to general admission. Yes. Maybe see you guys somebody's got to work. LC's got to work during the day, so we got to go later. But that's fine. Some of us have to support our beer habits. Yeah. Financially. Can you support me? No. In my beer habits? No. I'll stay home. <laughs> no. Rude. But Who's also- DJ Billy Crystal? Or the Billy Crystal Fingers? <laughs> Wait, what? Is that what it is? Yeah. What did you just say to me? <laughs> what do you say? I was reading what's included. I really wish I had a good Billy Crystal impression. Uh, I think he's hard to do. It's like... Mike Wazowski. <laughs> oh, it's DJ Billy Crystal Fingers is the DJ. Wow, he's trying to get a little too clever with that one. Maybe he'll be really... We'll see. Can he make up for it? Crystal mm-hmm. Fingers, is that supposed to be a one-up on like gold fingers? Where, I don't I think, know, like everything he yeah. touches is gold, but everything he touches like, is crystal. Maybe? My fingers are crystal. They're icy, but Billy Crystal's funny, so I'm going to yeah. be Billy Crystal fingers. All Which I can think about is nice. it's, I like it. Billy Crystal from Princess Bride, where he plays the wizard Max that like does the the pill that brings Wesley back to life. I don't know if you remember. Mm-mm, well, he uh, so he's like, oh, you're in luck. Your friend's mostly dead. He's not all dead. It's like with all. It's like with mostly dead. There's a chance that you can bring him back to life. And they're like, "What about all dead?" He's like, "Well, if he's all dead, all you do is dig through his pocket for loose change." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's just like I a heard snarky a little, little wizard. Little Billy Crystal in there, but he's under a ton of like prosthetics, yeah. so you can't even tell it's him. But his voice is un- is recognizable. Yeah, aren't you a terrible liar? He just has that <laughs> kind of candor. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to do. There's a lot of breweries that are gonna be there that I have not heard of, or I don't think I've drank from aslan beer company oh yeah you haven't heard that? bond place brewing okay creature comforts brewing oh yeah i've heard of that evil twin brewing mm-hmm. humble sea brewing? evil twins of- is that a heretic one wow or no Never mind. there's a ton 
think Heretic Brewery has a uh, beer. It's like Evil Twin or something. Water, Water Cammer Brewery? Y'all heard of that one? What? Water nope. Cammer? I don't know what you're saying right now. <laughs> water, water Cammer? W-U-N-D-E-R-K-A-M-M-E-R Brewery? Ah, yes. Water Cammer. Oh, do you know what I did? No, I don't oh, know. Okay. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah. I yeah. think that really shows the the magnitude of Casita's collaboration well, like efforts. Well, Farmstead's going to be there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just naming a few. There's a ton. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the well, full I mean, list online. Yeah, they have connections with Hill Farmstead too, and I mean, that's just a we just drank major a one to be there. Yeah. Collab from them. Yeah, that's a very highly regarded one, so it just shows the Casita clout they got. Clout. Clout. But yeah, also in other news, uh, not so local, I guess, but in Charlotte is going to be the Untapped Beer Festival. Untapped headquartered in what Wilmington, North Carolina, right? Yeah. We've walked up down the street randomly and been like, "Hell, hey, there's Untapped." <laughs> <laughs> uh, super cool. But yeah, that's going to be there. They say there's a hundred plus breweries, and this is going to be June 18th of 2022. And it says the. <laughs> The description they've got for their, their post is the world's largest social networking platform for craft beer and enthusiasts. <laughs> Heads to the American Legion Memorial Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina for its premier beer festival of the year. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It doesn't really say that part. I just added it in for my fake announcer voice. Yeah. That's beautiful. The, the tone is probably spot on, though. Tone. It's got to be really gravelly and... and Screaming at you. Yeah. The tickets go on sale uh, Friday, yeah. the 25th, which is... This Friday. The day after this will be released. So if you're a loyal listener, you'll be able to get on there real quick and get it. Oh, it's which weekend again? June it's 18th? June 18th. I might be already planning a trip to go to Charlotte that weekend. Oh, really? What? Yeah, so I'm my, sorry. my where, sister... Where was the invite? I, I, I didn't get it. Is it in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> In well, my sister, uh, my younger sister and her fiance are actually coming out this way for uh, a little road trip. They're going to stop in Charlotte for a few days. We're going to meet up with them, play some disc golf, check out some breweries. But it might be that same weekend. I might just have to convince them to go to this untapped beer, beer festival. Yeah. Who you, says no? You already taken off a long weekend, right, Lauren? Yeah, I'm well, off Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Just because? Just because. Yeah, I'm using those as my RDOs. I work uh, the next weekend. RDOs. For those that mean regular <laughs> day off for the weekend when Lauren works, she gets a comp day for the weekend. So I don't have to take Pato. Pato? Yes, Pato. <laughs> Paid him off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But that's our, our local beer news for the week. And this, this week we're doing something a little bit different. We're not discussing a topic more so, but we all set a challenge. Actually, this was Nick's idea. He set a challenge to us and said, it's springtime now. Let's all grab a beer that reminds us of spring and bring it for a little mini share to have. So we've each picked a beer that we think embodies spring in some aspect, and we're going to share it now. Yeah. It should be fun to see how each of us individually think about springtime, what sort of embodies spring to us. Yeah. So it should be fun. And nothing else, we get to try a few beers. So Yeah. It's a win-win. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, Lauren pointed at my beer sitting mm-hmm. on the table. All right, Lauren's then. beer is hidden. She's trying to do an LC Pick of the Week style. Yep. My beer is from Edmonds Oast, which is in good old Charleston, 
South Carolina. So I'm going out of state for this one. But Edmonds Oast always has a great selection of beers. This one is called Four Keeps. Uh, it is a Biard de Garde style, which I, I picked mainly based on the style because it's one, one that you don't have very often. It's kind of an older style, a mixed style. But also Biard de Garde transfer, transfers, translates into uh, beer for keeping, which meant they brewed it in the cooler months to keep for the warmer months. So in the springtime is when they'd start to either, either they'd brew it early spring or in the fall and then crack it open in March time and have it in the spring or have it once spring starts to transition into summer so that way they could keep their farm workers hydrated and, and not have their beer spoil because they let it lager for a long time because brewing beer in the spring, late spring and summer, not a great idea if you don't have any refrigeration. <laughs> but now they can yeah. brew it anytime. So beer to guard, very interesting style, uh, a beer that, used to encompass a lot of terroir because it had a lot of that mixed fermentation so not a term you get to use in brewing too much but i'm i'm sure that edmund's oast used modern brewing techniques oh for sure let's give it a crack i'm I'm excited about this style yeah uh they don't have any really descriptions on the can just that they did it and then the old classic government warning but it does have some like pine cones and in whatnot very uh old english style looking font let's give it a crack Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Beer to guards. Usually a multi-focused thing, not really a hop, hop-focused hop beer. In France, if you couldn't tell by the name, give it a pour without smacking the microphone. Hmm. Ooh, it's a light color yeah. for sure. A little lighter than I anticipated for yeah, sure. Yeah, me too. Got a nice little tulip glass here. All right, so we're pouring this out here. Yeah, definitely a lighter color than I expected. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks butterscotchy. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one to use for butterscotch. It's clear. I think I got a little haze from pouring. Or do you have some haze over there too? A touch. It's it's a little bit hazy, but not too bad. Off white head, bordering tan, kind of persistent micro bubbles. Smells a little funky. I was gonna say it smells a little sweet. Yeah, like a little sweet, but a tiny bit of funk, maybe. Am I uptown funking it up? Like a farmhouse hill? Yeah. Because it's kind of like one. I feel like Saison's and some of those wild yeast beers, they, they kind of seem right in the wheelhouse of a springtime beer. Yeah. This one is very malty. Malty smelling for sure. Yeah. Very heavy in the malt. Mm-hmm. Give it a taste. Tastes like springtime. Lauren, not making the best face. What are, what are your first thoughts? What do you think? It's not my favorite. Can you expand upon? I don't know. Um, I don't like it. I can tell by the amount of lip smacking you're inputting into the microphone that you're trying to really evaluate it. <laughs> I'm getting some fruit flavor, some esters. It's kind of... I don't know if I want to say dates. Yeah, some like dried fruit, some mm-hmm. like maybe some figs, some date. Mm-hmm. Those are not my favorite. Now, I would I would agree for actually eating fruit, but for a beer flavor, I think it's actually kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching you drink this is great. Uh, I like it. It's Belgian-y kind of. 
uh, mm-hmm. as far as that fruity ester. It's very malty, not really funky. I maybe smell a little bit, but that might just be the fruity ester kind of stuff to it. But yeah, I think it has a lot of like structure and balance. It's not just kind of, um, yeah, you know, like a wild beer. Some saisons, you know, they're all over the place, but this has a really nice, you know, kind of like estery caramel malt bill. I'm not getting a lot of like hop character, but I don't know if that's common for a beer to guard. Yeah, well. Things I was reading, you know, is they say that they're usually higher in malt flavor with some toasty, toffee, caramel sweetness in the background. Uh, and they're more blonde, amber, brown. It says that they used to be very sour, uh, but they changed a little bit and the alcohol percent went up. They used to be 3 to 4%. Now they're average 6 to 8%. This one's coming in at 7.5%. Interesting. I don't think it tastes particularly boozy. No, I don't think so either. I think it's more along the lines of that toffee caramel with some dark fruit mixed in there. Kind of like it's interesting. Definitely not Lauren's favorite. Well, they can't all be winners. Nope. Especially Lauren. She's giving me the evil eye now. So yeah, you said this beer kind of reminded you of spring, just the, uh, the style being reminiscent of traditional, well, that's where the beer gets his name from is so yeah you've got sort of a nice historical brewing approach to to springtime beers and i think the flavor of it too kind of melds it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of the transition out of stout season right it's like malty but not super malty or roasty it's like malty but in the malty sense of malty not like dark roast coffee charred malt it's Mm -hmm. more like that sweet caramel almost if you got like straight up like malt sugars so it's very it's interesting. It's it's a, more of a mild beer. It's not, I think, overly assertive. It's one that, that you'd drink on a... I feel like it'd be great for a moderately cool to warm day, you know? Just chilling outside, maybe got a little sweater on, drinking a beer to guard. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Even though it's meant for summer drinking, I think <laughs> their modern uh, interpretations aren't as good for hot, sweaty labor right. on the farm. <laughs> well, and I feel like this would actually taste... Or it drink better on a hot day. It would uh, it's not as volatile as say, you know, a pilsner or a, mm-hmm. a light lager on a hot day. Yeah, I think it would stand up to warming up a little bit, where mm-hmm. <laughs> those beers don't usually. Yeah, Especially I think if you're talking about your like standard ones, they kind of lose everything once they warm up. Yeah, the flavors in this might actually be benefited, mm-hmm. or they might benefit from some temperature increase just to allow things to come through. That yeah. chill sometimes getting them, uh, you know, you're you're getting a little bit of a block from flavor and smell when you get a really really cold beer. So yeah, I think I this one it, it sat out for a little while, so it got up to temp. I think not too cold, not too hot. I'm curious if I've ever had a beer to guard before. I don't think I have. I think this is one of the first ones I've had. I feel like it's not in a very. It's like an old style, but maybe it's making a comeback here. I'm curious as to, you know, what the number of check-ins and stuff are on untapped for bearded guards. You know, actually, I've had Ponysaurus from Durham. They have a bearded guard, which they, I think, bearded guard seems to be almost synonymous in a modern sense with farmhouse ales now. So, yeah, look, it's looking to be the case. Uh, And I think Ponysaurus is pretty good about brewing some traditional styles. So I'm not surprised that's where I've had a bearded guard before. Yeah, and I'm a, also a, a 
big liar because I've had two. I've had <laughs> <laughs> big shot there. Wow, wow, very targeted and pointed there. Uh, I've had La Blonde de Chamord, which was from. You know, actually, I think that was in my beer advent calendar. Oh, really? Just kidding. I had it in July of 2021. <laughs> Definitely not the advent calendar. Where did I have this? Brasserie Goudal, Les Brasseurs de Gaillon. Brazier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had it in the Brazier. And then I had We the People. We O-U-I the people from Naughty Dog. In order to form a more perfect union. <laughs> <laughs> Establish us as an ensure domestic tranquility. <laughs> Singing. <laughs> Provide for <laughs> the common <laughs> defense. Yes! Yes! Wow. The random things that you retain. Why do I remember that? That's very interesting. That's how they tossed the preamble. It was like, exactly. here's a song. Exactly. Schoolhouse rock band. It works. Oh, boy. You're just jealous because you don't know it. It's very off-brand. I don't mean to get political, to but have you seen Schoolhouse Rock? <laughs> 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 I'm just a bill. <laughs> I want to be a law. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, just well. sitting on Capitol Hill. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm more I'm familiar with the Family bill. Guy uh, version of that one. <laughs> I'm just a bill. And the guy comes with the trash spike thing and like stabs him. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. Oh, man. That's funny. Well, right. well, yeah, there's one interpretation of what spring means for beer. What, do you, what are you guys thinking? Who's next? Should I let Elsie go last? It's, sure. She's got the hidden pick, yeah. so I think she dun, wants dun, to go dun, last. Dun, dun. And I think this will be a nice transition from the beer to guard. Four keeps, Edmund's Oast. Going into Ooh. a brew from Falling Knife, which we featured recently, the yes. Hidden Temple IPA. This is a Hellas Lager titled Of a Feather. Ooh. Now, the can itself reminded me of spring, I'll admit. It's got nice pastel blue with some kind of purpley pastel color, too. It does look very springy. Oh, it's it's very got some pretty. origami bird on the front. Really appealing to the eyes, but it's a collaboration brew with Fair State Co-op. And this Hellas Lager reminds me of spring in a couple ways. I think you start to get into those crisp kind of dry lagers when you're getting into the warmer months or thawing mm-hmm. out from winter. So, you know, typically in the summer, you want something that's going to be like thirst quenching and yeah. not as dry because it's really hard to drink a dry beer when it's sweltering hot out. So springtime, it's not too bad. And I feel my taste buds start to crave some of these kind of drier, crisp lagers once the temperatures increase from the, the winter months. So that's a twofold. The, the can itself... Plus the style of a Hellas Lager, I think, really embodies a nice, crisp, uh, drinkable beer yeah. to enjoy when you're starting to enjoy some patio weather. You're up in the 60s. You can uh, enjoy staying outside again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. a good one. I mean, it's a nice, warm weather beer. Hellas, good. Yeah, and I've really enjoyed everything from Falling Knife so far. Uh, yeah, Lars from Driver Street has gotten a few of these, and this is the newest one I saw. So far, it's been IPAs. I think now we're... Seeing some other styles from them. Yeah. It's really fun. So let's Does that one feature up. a sticker on the can as well? It does feature a sticker on the can. Oh, so if yeah. you've ever had Falling Knife, if you're listening, uh, they have stickers that come right off of their can. So it's a neat little uh, feature of their their can artwork. Where are you going to put that sticker? I haven't thought about it yet, Lauren. Do you Bumper want it? Sticker. You can have it if you want it. No, I don't really have a place to put it. He's going to put it on his rear view. Well, then why are you asking me where I'm going to put it? I was just curious. 
put want to make sure you're not going to recycle that can before you put it you over your mouth so we can't listen to you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Ooh, snap. Burn. I am just like heartbroken. You, you kind of had that going. Oh, you're heartbroken? Let's get yeah. some new glasses here. Yeah. All right. Let's give it a give it a little crack and some new glasses. Cracking a beer. Here it goes. Oh, yeah. Crispy. Crispy. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren adding the weird commentary. All right, so we have poured out this Hellas here of a feather from Falling Knife. Really, really clean, uh, clear-looking beer. It's got a little bit of lace on the glass, too, which is pretty nice to see. It's going to be... Look at that lace. Oh, yeah. Lace. Look at that lace, as Corey Long once said. First impressions, looks like it's going to be pretty crisp. This looks like a hell of a hellas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> and nothing from Lauren, that's surprising. Mm. No laughter at all. Wow. Too busy rolling my eyes. Not even a chuckle. Tough crowd. Yeah, Chuck. Just, chuckle, is Chuck. this thing on? <laughs> what do you think, Lauren? It's tasty. It's tasty. You've already had it? Yeah, whoops. Wow. That's all I can say is One wow. thing that I noticed about uh, hellas lagers in particular... On the nose, they have a bit of that dry, like you can almost you can almost tell it's a dry beer just by smelling it. It's got a bit of that. Uh, I don't want to say like white wine, but mm. some almost like some kind of uh, similar. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Makeup to a white wine where it's just dry smelling. It's crisp. It's a bit. You can smell the uh, the malt flavor, but also just you get a sense that it's going to be a bit drying on the palate. Oh yeah, that smell. I can definitely see what you're saying about like white wine. It's like. A little bit of sweetness, but mainly dry. Like a dry cider, maybe? Yeah, just dry. I'm just going to say dry a lot. <laughs> was it dry? It yeah. was dry. But this is nice. I like it. Just like the levee, it was dry. Where I drove and my that Chevy. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to say you can smell dry, but <laughs> it yeah, does you just have, like have the a vibe. Yeah, exactly. But I like this a lot. I think this yeah. is a great springtime beer. Speaking of disc golf, I feel like you could uh, take this for a nice little disc golfing outing. Always recycle your cans. <laughs> yeah. Disc golf in Charlotte. Uh, this is based in Minnesota, I believe. No Minnesota? Disc golf there, yeah, I would drink this. Really, I'd drink this year-round, but I think it really would be nice on a kind of breezy 60-degree day on the patio. Yeah. Maybe enough for a jacket. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're getting so close to summer, you can taste it. You can, <laughs> you can, you can taste it. it. Well, I don't want to jump the gun because we just entered spring, so we've got a few yeah. months of that to, to work with. And especially North Carolina, the spring gets pretty warm, wild. too. Well, the weather has also been like 30 degrees in the morning, 70 in the afternoon. It might rain. It might not rain. It might be blustery. Yeah, but this is super clean. Uh, definitely malt forward. And ever so earthy, spicy hops in there as well yeah a little bit of phenol on the on the palate mm-hmm. yeah i think it's uh yeah i think it's great i mean i can't even have any complaints yeah and i think something about a hellas that differentiates it from other lagers is it does have a bit more complexity than you're going to find in a lot of other uh traditional american lagers mm-hmm. so i do like that aspect of it i think that contributes a lot to the the seasonality of it yeah and the depth of the beer depth i think we're Moving through a couple different styles, but they all oh, have... Yeah. We're malt-focused right now. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to have a malt-focused beer from LC. I feel like LC is going to change the game looking at her. Wouldn't you like to know? 
Wow. If there's one thing I know about LC, she's a game changer. Exactly. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> that was a fierce look. It was very fierce. Good thing that pop filter there was there to shield me. Don't look at me. You know, it was a, before a couple weeks ago, I didn't even know that that thing was called a pop filter. Why is that called a pop filter? Because it filters out your pops. So when you say peas, pop. like I don't have one. I've got, these guys got the mics. If you could see us and I'm hooked up to the Zoom H4N. I'm just recording straight into this thing. And I just got a little foam thing over top. So that, and I have to be careful when I say my peas, because if you have that off and you say the letter P, it, uh, really like all right assaults the microphone. your earbud yeah yeah it just straight up assaults it and and maxes out the volume so we'd have to put a, a a warning on all of our episodes yeah yeah and i think it's just a great uh turn your volume down just reduces the velocity of air leaving your mouth basically well whenever lauren talks it's just all hot air anyway so yeah exactly you can't filter that <laughs> today you are i'm yeah. so sorry but you're also like wow. her up before you're putting her down you're like she's a game changer and then you're <laughs> yeah. like she's just full of hot air <laughs> i'm like you know the, <laughs> the key and peel video where it's the gideon's kitchen <laughs> it's like unbelievable well i have a problem with this dish it's like you hadn't made it for me sooner because if you had then i would know how good you are making food that's bad <laughs> when i mean bad i mean michael jackson bad <laughs> You know, he looked really bad uh, and it was like, <laughs> I'm confused, chef. Do you like my dish? <laughs> <laughs> Just got to leave Lauren guessing. She doesn't know if I'm exactly. gassing her up or if I'm bringing her down. Well, you can't get her head too big. You know, you got to yeah. keep her proportional. Keep her in check. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to not hang out with you for a whole week, Nick. Wow. Rude. I know. You should have told me that sooner. I would have been badgering you a lot earlier. You think that's a threat? Wow. Wow. This has really gotten hostile. Yeah, hostile for me. But you know what? I think I'm going to be apologizing as soon as I see Elsie's pick. Yeah. I'm I'm betting she picked a real winner for us, as she always does. This is like a switch of Elsie's pick of the week, except we are actually going to see it first instead of trying to guess what it is. We don't have to guess. It's wild. We don't have to guess because I actually saw her buy it. (laughs) Well, because she was confirming that she didn't get the same beer as me. I know. Yeah. Well, because we all went to Driver Street, so the chances are that. <laughs> and I actually, I did get the same beer as Joe, but I luckily had a backup yeah, option. Yeah, Nick was smart enough to get backup options. Yeah, and um, I also got some of the same beers you picked out as well. You did. Yeah. Ooh, for El- for future Elsie picks of the mm-hmm. week. Well, that'll be good to see. How do we? Wouldn't it be funny if we did like a Kraken of a beer was the same as an LC pick of the beer and we didn't know? We didn't know. We like couldn't Yeah, hey, I just had out. this like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I couldn't so figure it out. I'm dumb. That's All right, real LC, tough. you ready for the big reveal? Are you ready to see what I have inside of my koozie? Drum roll, please. We have another star from Edmund's Oast. Dang, we're really gassing up Edmund's Oast here. We got the Sour Apricot Peak. It's an American sour, sour ale brewed with peach. apricot and peach. Again, Such a of basic Charleston beer. Wow, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a good pick. You know, yeah, we didn't is. pick any. Surprisingly, no IPAs. Oh, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Ipa. Well, or Palais Alais. A Palais Alais. Well, I went from the you know what really reminds me of spring, and I think about fruit, hmm. and you know a nice sour ale. Uh, just really piqued my interest. You know, I really piqued your interest. 
about spring recoil. <laughs> that was not even Tension. funny. That really not funny at all. Steel. No. Kinetic energy. Okay, thank you. I'm just keeping going on <laughs> till it gets funny. Laugh at me, dear. Laugh at my jokes, please. No, I'm sorry. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I went with I um, now. <laughs> more of a fruit based from mm. the sense that, you know, I eat a lot of fruit in the spring. Do you? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, beans, the magical fruit. Yeah. I actually almost got that beer too. I eyeballed it. I saw it in the cooler there and I was like, that sounds you pretty know, good. I was looking that one up too, you know? We got a little. Uh, yeah, that was how our whole conversation the cooler, started. Wow. But anyway, what were you saying now? Nothing. Nothing. As you Y'all ready to crack it? I'm ready. Cracking of a beer times three. <laughs> this is beat up LC week. Ooh, a wow. crispy cracking from LC. You got glasses? All right, let's get a pour on. It's looking like, like Sunny D in the glass right here to steal Nick Duncan's phrase. Yes. Catchphrase. Actually, it looks like, you know, if you were like to describe. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Sunny D in the glass. <laughs> Quote Nick Duncan. <laughs> well, now all the times yeah. that I say that, I will be sure to let you know and give you credit. That's what he said as a small child, and his mom would give him Sunny D. <laughs> it's like Sunny D in the glass. She's like, That's exactly what it is, Nick. Are you stupid? <laughs> I don't wow. know why that is so funny, but uh, crack it up here. It's a great. Sunny Dizzle. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Are you <laughs> stupid, son? <laughs> My son's an idiot. <laughs> Look how far I've come. <laughs> if, she could, if Mom could only like, see me now. It's like, Sunny in a glass. He says I mean, it for everything. Not right though. now. Not at this moment, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're drinking uh, the Peppermint Patty Stout. That looks like Sunny Dean in a glass. <laughs> No, water. Nick. It's like sunny day in a glass. But hey, if I say that every Nick, time, run last, run eventually last. I'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> Who loves sunny day in a glass? Nick does. <laughs> All right. Miss I that point. This beer is very interesting. It's like hazy, but light shines through. Never let your light shine down. Ooh, whoa. whoa. Never, Never let, let your light, light shine down. All right, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it contains quite a bit of cloudiness um to sort of mask that yellowish orange color that's reminiscent of sunny d did y'all ever make um orange juice from concentrate like the frozen stuff yeah like from frozen i sat there and concentrated at it but (laughs) (laughs) nothing happened (laughs) (laughs) no this is what it really looks like to me um like especially at the bottom where it's like super you know what it really looks like to me heavy and thick what what the astronauts used to drink Tang. Tang. Does it look uh, like Tang? Not really. Tang wishes it could be Sunny Wait, what D. does Tang look like then? Maybe I don't know what Tang looks like. I feel like Tang was still a little more... Like, maybe the top rim of this Yeah, that's what tangy. I think really, like, the top is has a very light gradient, and then it darkens as it goes above. That's what reminds me of, like, a mixed drink, like, that you would make. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a bit like down. mixed between sour apricot and peach. Ooh, that's tasty. It is quite tasty. It is tied for my favorite drink of the night. It literally tastes like sourish peach juice. Yeah. I haven't even tasted it yet. I've been smelling it like crazy, and it's just so fragrant with like fruit aroma. Elsie might pick with the most delicious beer. With the most delicious. What was your rationale behind the the springiness of it other than the fruit? That was the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
A little bit of sourness because you're kind of sour. Of peaches. Peaches <laughs> for me. <laughs> I can't remember the lines. Of peaches. It's quite tart though. President yeah, of the United it is. States. It is. Make sure lips pucker. Good pucker. thing I have this hot filter. <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pack of peaches with a pop filter. Mm. Peak peach picking season. That's quite tasty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we almost just did a spin take. I had done some research on what time of year is the most ideal for peaches. And apparently it's from like May to August. And so <laughs> I found it's very difficult to say peak peach picking season. <laughs> peach yeah. picking season. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peaches during peak peach picking season. Wow, that is super wow. hard. Peak peach picking. Peak 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 peach picking season. Pika pika. Pika pika. Pikachu. This is good though. I Pikachu. like it. It's dry, oh, sour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a nice level of tart. It's not too mm-hmm. tart, but yeah. it's got that fresh fruit taste. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally like fruit juice. It is. No, LC, is that a, is it a goza? Is it just a fruited sour ale? It's uh, an American sour ale. Perfect. I think that's a really good style for a spring. Mm-hmm. I'll, just any fruit variety will do, but this was a really nice combination with the uh, the peach and nectarine. Or what's the other? Apricot. 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 Two stone fruits. Yeah. I feel like it's more heavy in the peach. I do too. But there's a there's peach some of that apricot. Board. I feel like on the nose there's a lot of apricot. Yeah, it reminds me of like canned apricot or the kind of apricot you get in those fruit cocktail cups. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. If they were sour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but also covered in warheads. <laughs> yeah. Warheads, apricot flavor, now Ooh, streaming. That could actually be good. Warheads weren't particularly sour after like the first 10 seconds. No. I feel like it was immediately sour, but then they would fade into just the fruit flavor after that. Yeah. Or the, the eat, wannabe fruit flavor. You eat so many that your mouth is raw from all the citric acid oh, yeah. that you just consumed. Oh, yeah. I used to do that with Sour Patch Kids, too. Sometimes I'd eat the powder at the yeah, end. Yeah, just the sides of my mouth would like get completely raw because I would put it to one side and let all the sour stuff come off. <laughs> You'd be packing a dip of Sour Patch Kids <laughs> <laughs> warheads? No, of the warheads. Oh, and then gosh. I would wait until Here's it was like sweet, cup. and then I would like <laughs> move it out. Mm. Lauren, wow, you were definitely a southerner. Packing a dip. What you got in there? I got atomic cherry warheads i actually like the black cherry the best oh you, you have would. a spittoon that one was my favorite spittoon is a very mm, interesting spittoon. Thing. yeah you know you what always saw that? the car- that's the thing in the cartoons where they'd sit there and they go ding, and it, went, ding. <laughs> it was like it's basically a large spit cup that looks like a vase oh yeah fun it's for packing dips i don't pack a dip i did pack a dip at one point you um, did like yeah. one time or at one point for a no, while? <laughs> just like, literally one singular time. One like you packed Didn't a I dip to take to a dinner party? Bob, no, Bob like um, had that red man tobacco. And apparently as a child, I was very like intrigued by this. And I always wanted some. I always wanted some. And so finally one day he like gave me a whole wad of it. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and you know what? Ever since I never wanted to have oh, any. Oh, because you puked your guts out everywhere. I don't know if I puked. I think I just like spit it out. But yeah. Oh, like immediately you weren't yes, just like, like sitting immediately. there with a fat wad. I wasn't like really with a packed lip. <laughs> I couldn't see it. <laughs> Oh, you want some chew, huh? Well, here's a whole can of chew. <laughs> I mean, that's and you're really... gonna finish it. 
it satisfied my need and desire. I thought I wanted it. I found out quickly I did not. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's brutal. Oh, man. Do you guys remember the classic 90s film starring a young Elijah Wood <laughs> and Paul Hogan? It was Flipper. It was actually a oh, wow, remake of a classic show or movie called Flipper about a, a young boy. <laughs> it's called Flopper. <laughs> Is there a dolphin? Yes. Flipper, I hardly oh, yeah. know her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> if I could only get to a dolphin noise, it'd be even better. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's a, it's a young boy who uh, visits his uncle for the summer, and he befriends this dolphin who comes ashore and is very personable, apparently. Comes and, ashore? Yeah. I do kind of remember this. He comes story. right up and just he becomes friends He's with chilling, Elijah Wood. Yeah. Uh, but he... Kind dick. of exploits how he can make this dolphin do tricks and all these cool things. So he charges a bunch of the local island kids to come down and watch it. And he charges them like a buck or two to what did you say island um, boys, island boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry to keep derailing your story. <laughs> well, it's not really a good story. It's gonna disappoint you. So the whole point I brought it up is because when he's doing this big charade where he's bringing all these kids to pay to watch Flipper. He's got one of his uncles, who's Paul Hogan. He's got one of his uncles' uh, cigars, like unlit, just like chewing on it, you know, being the old <laughs> chewing on my cigar type. And uh, his uncle totally rips him a new one. And is like, you know, you want to be a big man? Well, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna do these chores. You're gonna do this and that. And he's like, you want to be, you want to be a big man and smoke? Well, whenever I smoke, you smoke. So he starts making smoke cigars. <gasps> oh gosh. And Paul Hogan's character in this movie is just like a you know habitual like cigar smoker. So this. 14-year-old kid is smoking cigars like two or three times a day. And by like three days of being out in the sun and smoking, he just gets totally nauseous and pukes everywhere. And he's like, I'll never smoke a cigar again. (laughs) Learned his lesson. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like he took Flipper and like put a cigar in his blowhole and was like, check this out, kids. (laughs) Flipper can smoke. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I did not think that. Well, it was funny too because the kid's mom called. It's his uh, sister's son and he's like talking to her about what the kid's doing and mentioned something about like the smoking cigar thing she's like you can't give a cigar to him he's only 14 years old and he's like hang on a second i think he's just about to kick the habit he's like puking the bed <laughs> oh gosh oh yeah but it works yeah. so wow that is an old film isn't it yeah what a tangent there what a tangent but it was good i'm glad we walked down that memory lane lauren's really giving her can a discerning look i gotta check it in on untapped so I can give it a 4.75. Wow. Wow. That is one of the highest ratings Elsie has ever given. Yeah. Interesting. The variety of beers we had today. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, I wouldn't say that the patty or the peppermint patty dry stout yeah. necessarily would be my first thought for a spring beer, but it could be. I mean, it's that St. minty Patrick's freshness, day. that kind of herb, herbal quality to it, mm-hmm. I think really could could align with spring well so we purchased it on the first day of spring which was Bingo. yesterday hmm fancy mm-hmm. pants for some reason when fact i think check of spring though, please fact check that fact check that the thing i think about when i think of spring spongebob square pants oh. wearing a flower around his head tossing flowers do you remember that episode nick i do actually was that for spring or what was i think about? it was the first day of spring yep that's my spring right there that's what spring means to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you having some uh, indigestion over there? Yeah, sorry. It's all right. It's a little bit of an acidic beer. This last yeah, it one, is. So. It's very acidic. If you, I mean, I'm glad we split it. Having a lot. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. that tart, but it's mm-hmm. tart. 
I wouldn't be crushing a bunch of them in a row. No. I think I could be a one and done. It's really nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah, super flavorful. It's good. Quite tasty. Well, that wraps up our uh, spring beers. Hope you uh, in- enjoyed that content, but Lauren's <laughs> pointing to her creative director sweatshirt. Now she's asking what she learned when I was going to get there. Don't worry about it. Um, Me of little faith. <laughs> <laughs> Me of little faith. Me of little faith. <laughs> I have forgotten to do that before and had to edit it out. But uh, So, Elsie, what would you learn today? I learned that actually the peak of peach picking season is during the summer and not the spring. Oh, yes. Have yes. you ever been to a pig picking during peak peach picking season? I have. A pig picking You know, down in the south, a lot season. of people have weddings. Then they have some pig picking right after. Yeah, but do they pick pigs after? You don't pig pick the pig during... at a pig picking. Well, if you had a pig picking, would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> would you do it during peach peach, peach picking season? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> might, might could. Peter Piper picked a pig during peach. Dang it! I keep messing <laughs> up. I keep saying peach peak picking season. Peak peach picking season. Mm. That's tough. That is that is uh. Thank goodness for pop filters, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say till we release this and everyone says, they need some more pop filters. <laughs> oh, nice. What did you learn, Nick? Uh, I learned that beer to guard actually translates to uh, beer for keeping, which I would have guessed beer to guard had something to do with beer garden. So I was mm. totally thrown off by that translation. Yes. And it's funny that Edmunds always took that into their... Naming of the beer for en keeps. Francais. For keeps. I for drink. Keeps, I drink for yes, keeps. Beer for keeping. For keeps. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So um yeah so sometimes you think you know translation because it looks like something else but it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't assume it makes mm-hmm. you look like a fool. Yeah, I love. I like <laughs> it when names have that little subtle meaning that you don't know about. You know what was up near? What was the name of your beer, Lauren? Or was it just called Peach Apricot Sour? Um, it was very cleverly named. Sour apricot peach. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, ah, yes. sap. Wonder yeah. what that tastes <laughs> like. Does it have any maple syrup in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine has the least interesting name. Then you have of a feather. Of course, alluding uh, to birds, which there's an origami bird on the can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do birds have to do with Hellas, though? Are they trying to rip off hummingbird hummingbird Hellas? <laughs> wow. Red oak, <laughs> get on red it. Oak. <laughs> birds of a feather. And this is. <laughs> Flock together? Yeah. And you know, seeing birds flo- uh, flo- flock around again, or fly around. Flock around. I guess not flocking. <laughs> flocking around, birds. <laughs> birds, stop flocking. Quit flocking. Well, because uh, now they're coming back because, you know, they, they migrate in the yeah. wintertime. They start to come back to their oh, yeah. native grounds around Raleigh this time Raleigh apparently, so. like, was uh, turning off all their lights <laughs> at dust <laughs> to help flocking. with the migration of the birds. <laughs> What, Raleigh turned off all their migration of the birds? <laughs> they turned off all their lights at night to help with, like, the migration of the birds. Oh. Last week or the week before? You know that birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you learn, Joe? I learned that May through August is <laughs> peak peach picking season. And I also learned that Lauren's been packing dips since people been picking peaches. <laughs> packing some tobacco. Packy the tobacco. Pack the backy. Yeah. Oh, I just popped my knuckles, and that really <laughs> might have come through on the mic. You need a pop filter on that one. Yeah, I need a pop filter <laughs> to my popping my knuckles. Uh, well, here we are 
at the end of things. If you've made it this far, <laughs> bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> and not in the bad southern way. <laughs> Literally, bless your heart. Uh, well, that does it for Secondary Fermentation episode number 26. Brought to you by the East Carolina Beer and Brewing Gang. We, you know, have such a great time doing this. If you'd reach out to us, let us know how we're doing. Write us a nice little review on iTunes or wherever your favorite podcast platform is. Or send us a, you know, send us a DM on Instagram at East Carolina Beer. Uh, Or hit us up on Twitter at East Beer. We're on Facebook. We are on you know, all those little social platforms. And then you can hit us up by email at eastcarolinabeer at gmail.com. And check out our website, eastcarolinabeer.com. And that does it for episode number 26. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.